reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! Yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are going to look at issue 20 of the current series of the Doom Patrol from, well, cover dated May, but <laughs> it'll be from a couple months earlier. It's the semi penultimate issue. Yes, we're getting closer and closer. Oh, so sad. Yeah. How was that final issue, though, eh? Oh, so good. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so we get to that one. Yes. <laughs> it will be bittersweet indeed. Exactly. If you got to go out, you might as well go out with a little style there. Mm-hmm. And they did. In the meantime, we're working our way up to there, and we got issue number 20 here with... Uh, I love this cover. I think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we got the... Uh, Big blue sky background, and we got the pelicans flying around, and poor old Doom Patrol sitting on a rock <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with... Buck naked. Buck naked, not even the clothes on their back. They've been kicked off Oolong Island. Cliff doesn't even have his little bike shorts. That sucks. <laughs> no, they got nothing. Yeah. They got nothing. Yes. And we get word bubbles. Word bubbles on the cover. We got little Larry saying, so, that went well. <laughs> and Robot Man's, of course. Stop it, trainer. <laughs> very, very cool, because <clears throat> when last we spoke, they had been deported. They'd been kicked off their home of Oolong Island and replaced by the front, the front men. Yes, so we open up on Oolong Island, and we got the seagulls flying around, and and uh, President Kale is talking with uh, Mr. Jost, mm-hmm. and she's just, uh, you know, she's happy to have him there, but she wants to make it very clear that she's in charge. She does not want to have another Niles Calder hanging around. Uh, this new uh, this new team of theirs, they're going to be under her thumb, and that's what she's trying to, uh, that's what she's trying to impress upon Mr. Jost, and He's just kind of jibber-jabbering away in the background, but uh, all of a sudden out pops Mr. Uh, somebody to make his uh, to make his point known. So she says, I will not tolerate another Niles Calder. Is that understood? And then out comes Mr. Somebody. Not really. Perhaps if I take a closer look and we are left with the impression that Mr. Somebody is going to be doing something to... Poor old President Kale. <laughs> like cool. he... President Kale. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Poor thing. That's right. So we leave uh, Oolong Island behind, and we uh, come upon a completely clothed Doom Patrol who are uh, left in the... It's like the desert, the Nevada desert. This is, of course, brought to us by Keith Giffen, Matthew Clark, Ron Randall, mm-hmm. Art T. Bear... John Livesay, and all edited by Elizabeth Gerlein. Yeah, so they are out in the desert. They've been dropped off by 
the MSE Corporation. Their plane has kicked them off into the desert, and uh, off they go without without a goodbye. They're in the middle of nowhere. Middle of oh, nowhere. Dude. I know. And uh, <laughs> Larry says, so uh, you've been here before, and Cliff says, more times than I care to remember. <laughs> so, I shouldn't have taken that left turn to quick. That's right. That's right. That's all we need. Little bugs popping up. Uh, so Larry says, so you know where we can grab a cab? And Cliff says, you, you just hold that thought. On uh, second thought, let it go. <laughs> and he starts doing his little beepity beep beep with his internal cell phone stuff there. GPS, baby. That's right. Oh, yeah. He's uh, talking away there and little Karen pops out of uh, Rita's purse or sitting on her shoulder there. And she says, how is it we get the old heave-ho and ambush bug gets to stay. And Reese says, well, you got to think it through. The bug can teleport us wherever we want to go, so uh, why would they make it easy on us? And uh, Bumblebee says, that's kind of petty. Rita says, well, <laughs> consider the source. The surprising thing is that ambush bug didn't just go along with them because he felt like it. Like, how do you stop ambush bug from going anywhere he wants to go? Yeah, if he wants to go, he's going <laughs> to... He's going to pop on Are up. Are they just, like, distracting him with video games or something they like that? <laughs> they must be it. Yeah, the Doom Patrol, they're just around the corner. They'll be back in a sec. Yeah, they just went out for beers. Yeah. Well, I can't say that because I need to go, too. So. That's right. They have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> That's right. So Cliff is still talking on his little uh, cell phone there. He's like, hang on, hang on, let me get a GPS read. Hmm, a lot closer than I thought. We're 30 miles southwest of Pinkett, Nevada. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's telling someone to lock in on my signal. How the hell do I know what we're doing in Nevada? Par for the course, he says, to whoever he's talking to. So now you're a comedian. You coming or not? And a second later, we turn the page, and we get the reintroduction of Mr. Super Hip. Ah, <laughs> uh, Super Hip. That's right. He comes driving up in this souped-up... Uh, Convertible with the license plate S-Hip. He's all decked out in a Elvis costume there. And for those of you who may not be familiar with uh, the character Mr. of Super Mr. Hip, Hip, that's right. He, uh, Senior Hip. Senior Hip. He first appeared way back in the Bob Hope comics. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also being written by Drake at the time. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Written by Drake, I think drawn by... Uh, Oxner, Bob Oxner, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he first appeared there as, I think I've got his second appearance kicking around, too. Oh, really? And I do. I don't think I have his first, but I've got his uh, his second one. He was uh, kind of like a split personality character. His uh, meek, mild, nerdy alter ego would get, uh, I think he would get picked on. He'd get angry, and then he'd get yeah. he would turn into... The hippest cat around. He would turn into super hip with the little mop top haircut and his fancy schmancy duds. He was the hippest cat in town. He was kind of like Austin Powers. Totally. Of his day. That's exactly what he was like. And oh, with, uh, pow with like powers like Shazam, I guess. I yeah, with he could do pretty much he anything. Do, yeah. Like I think the one issue I remember, he turned himself into like a giant guitar he was yeah plot device extraordinaire whatever you needed super hip became mm -hmm. so 
apparently he's old friends with Cliff. <laughs> well, he was friends enough to show up at the the wedding of. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Angel he's. Uh, Rita, so. That's right. He does show up there. So, as we're going through the Silver Age issues, we'll see him make an appearance for. Just a cameo. Actually. Just a little cameo, but enough for Giffen to uh, grab onto it throw him into the book here which is fun so we got super hip he's coming to the rescue <laughs> so he's like you've been deported really cliff's like we've been over that <laughs> i know i know daddy oh just humor your old buddy super hip it's not every day i get to help smuggle exiles into the good old us of a and yeah larry's like didn't he play at your wedding <laughs> and rita's like never mind that cliff knows him well enough to call in this kind of favor and we get one of, uh, well, they used to be the little uh, chief blurbs. Now it's just uh, a little blurb from one of the uh, DCU magazines. Uh, and they say, what's that you say? You've never heard of Tad Walliter Jutfruis? Which is, of course, super hips. Alter Ego, his, his real name. Tad Walliter Jutfruis. <laughs> I'd call myself super hip too. No kidding. Perhaps you know him better as that 60s hip swiveling sensation super hip, the rock and roll icon who nearly single-handedly repelled the British invasion. That's right, it's the one and only super hip. And the Golden Minaret Casino has him. There you go. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's doing Vegas shows. He's doing the Vegas strip, that's right. <laughs> so he takes him back to his uh, his swinging a bachelor pad there. <laughs> He's like, I'm hip, baby, hip. The Vegas sensation. Been packing them in since 66. Pity you cats were local. Been a while since I opened Susie Q up here. She's And Rita's like, Susie Q? And Cliff's just said, yeah, don't encourage him. We just need a place to go, to ground for a day or two. Say no more, mi casa e su casa, says Super Hip. The two smoking babes spoken for. <laughs> and read it. And that Bumblebee just cannot believe what they're saying or hearing. What, what did he just say? You really don't want to go there, Hip. <laughs> so they land and they, uh, he gets the, uh, the golden minaret dude to uh, park his uh, supercar there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in they go to his fancy schmancy home. He tells them to make themselves at home. Just remember, you break it, you bought it. Offer still stands. Very strange. It's <laughs> yeah. He's got uh, big posters of himself up and a beautiful view of the city. And... It's almost like the bad cave, but like it was jammed into a Las Vegas. <laughs> That's right. Was... You know, so, Batman's probably got some sort of Batcave out there in Vegas. Maybe a little one, yeah. <laughs> He's probably just got like a penthouse. That's right. You betcha. So, uh, yeah, he leaves them to uh, get comfortable, and Bumblebee flits on over to Robot Man. She's like, okay, spill it. You and almost Elvis. Give me the story. He says, well, it's a long story. And she's like, we've got the time. And Robot Man says, no, we really don't. Tad's a nice enough guy, but he has his limits. we got to find some place to regroup, figure out what our next move is. Luckily for us, we'll find out the story in the next issue. That's right. We don't have to wait real long. This issue is all about finding the Doom Patrol a home, and they start their tour of the DCU. So we uh, zip on over to the Hall of Justice, home of the 
current Justice League. The not quite Justice League. <laughs> yeah, they're not quite ready for primetime Justice League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The, uh, the, we they wanted, do have a monkey, though, so that's good. They do have a monkey, and he's in this issue, right? Right. So uh, Cliff is like ringing the doorbell or something. Or the alarm's going off. Bree, 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 bree. And uh, eventually the monkey pops up. We get uh, Kong Gorilla emerging from the shadows. And he's like, okay, exactly how much ordnance do you have concealed on your person? The last time the security system went off like that, it was, yeah, right, says Cliff. Message received. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kong Gorilla says, count your blessings. If you hadn't been confirmed as arguably a friendly you might have been blown to pieces. <laughs> Cliff says, story of my life. Hold on. Arguably. Since when am I arguable? <laughs> and Kong is like, okay, well, your team's recent activities, not to mention those of your so-called chief, which is, of course, referring back to chief trying to take over the world. And, and uh, they're little... Yeah, man, that guy just does not... Uh, doesn't do anything do any favors, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and then, you know, there's that whole debacle with the front men that was televised for the world to see. And Doom Patrol see, just... people would stop believing everything you see on TV. <laughs> what? would be a better place. Wait a it's minute. A Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Read comics instead. Don't, don't watch TV. <laughs> exactly. Sure, sure. Read. Read, don't watch. All right, so Cliff's explaining himself. Right. Any chance I can talk to someone that ain't a monkey? Ooh, Ooh he went there. He's yeah, yeah. Ape, Cliff. He's an ape. <laughs> oh. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong Gorilla glares at him for a panel, and it's silent. And then uh, very next panel, he's like, you can go now. <laughs> and Cliff's like, okay, we got off on the wrong foot here. What say we now? Go now. You don't even know why I came here. On the contrary. M-S-E issued a press release detailing your fall from grace. CNN, sorry, GNN, has been leading with it for the past two news cycles. Look, says Cliff, all I'm asking for is the Justice League is not a flop house, says Congorilla. Good day, Mr. Steele. And out goes Cliff. And yet they left Gorilla and the, uh, as far as I know, unemployed alien from space live there. <laughs> Yeah, they got no problem with unemployed aliens. <laughs> it's the uh, the Doom Patrol they're not so pleased with. That's racism of some sort. I'm of sure. some sort, that's right. It's You betcha. <laughs> Something. All right, so we uh, flashed to Titan's Towers. And uh, I'm assuming this is the one out in San Francisco, I guess. Is that where they're hanging out now? I have no idea. I think so. I care less where they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're out in New York anymore. I think they're uh, San. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't really matter where they are. It's Titans Towers, and it's it's uh, Rita and her adopted son Beast Boy, and they're having a little heart to heart. Their very first one, I think. In yeah, well, that's the thing. The whole this whole series, people have been wondering, what where's where's Changeling? Where's he at? I know. Why aren't we seeing him? And now we get him. Not nearly long enough, but you know, we get the flavor of their. Uh, relationship there it's so <laughs> he's telling rita it's not that i don't want to help it's just and she's like i understand he's like do you do you really i'm trying to i should have brought this i shouldn't have brought this to you Re he's starting to say her name and then he's like mom 
Mom, it's like I told you, you're welcome to crash here for as long as you need to. It's the others. And oh, <laughs> I know. Words. Ouch. She's like, I thought you and Cliff had put aside an any animosity you might have had. <laughs> He's like, low blow. It has nothing to do with how I feel. It's uh, complicated. That incident with the chief, his rampage. And she reminds him, we were the ones who stopped him. And then he says, and uh, Rita's got no words for that because she can't really explain that. And then we put Chief in a bottle and kept him in the basement. Like you do. <laughs> no. I'm sure the Titans have got a couple of people in bottles in the basement. However, that is neither here nor there, apparently. Jackie pants. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's talk. Let's talk Jericho, man. Let's talk about Jericho and his crazy eyes and banana yeah, cakes. Yeah, really. <laughs> However, never mind. We won't bring that up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Cliff, or not Cliff, Gar. Gar, Beast Boy. He says, like, you brought him to the one place he'd never be extradited from, Oolong Island. Mom, he attacked the United Nations. He all but declared war on the entire planet. Yeah, she's, that's him. I know. She's like, guilt by association. That where you're going? It's not me. It's a lot of people, but not me, okay? Never me. A lot of people in there. Enough to complicate things. Mom, since you guys have settled on Oolong, you've invaded a sovereign nation, given sanctuary to a mass murderer, aided and abetted a rogue state. Should I go on? And she's like, yo, you make us sound like terrorists. You're lucky you were dropped off at a private airstrip. I'm guessing MSE neglected to mention you guys were on board. If they had, you would have been turned away. Homeland Security has the Doom Patrol listed as possible, well, probable terrorist group. <laughs> she's like, she smiles at him and she's like, it took you long enough to come right out and say it. How big a risk would you have been taking if I'd taken you up on your offer and stayed with you? He gives her a big hug and she's like, that big. And that's strike two. Doom Patrol is no longer welcome at the... Uh, Titan's Tower. <laughs> so we move on to uh, Miss Bumblebee. She goes to visit her uh, ex-husband, husband in missingness. I don't know. He's also in San Francisco. She goes to visit Mal. And uh, she's like, there's a small part of me hoping you're not home, Mal. You've been through enough without me bringing you even more. However, she knows he's not going to turn them away. And uh, just don't hate me for knowing that, she says. And she Flies up to the front door, but finds that there is a foreclosure notice on the door. And uh, Mal Duncan has gone missing or vacated the premises or whatever the uh, situation Who is. Knows? That's right. He is not around. And she's like, that's not like you, Mal. Not like you at all. But when it rains, it pours. And she flies off. And there is strike three for the Doom Patrol. <laughs> you can't get to wait to be at a homeless shelter pretty soon. Pretty soon, but before they, before they go that far, they uh, head over to Gotham City, and we get uh, some, uh, yeah, <laughs> some amazing art. Like Matthew Clark does a great Gotham City here. So we see the Batmobile uh, zooming up to the outskirts of Gotham City, and <laughs> and we get to the bottom of the page, and all we get is the word "out," and Larry steps out of the uh, out of the Batmobile. And Batman's like, do I have to say it? And he, and 
Larry says, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> so Batman says, a majority of the recent attacks on Oolong Island were uh, directed at the Doom Patrol. Gotham has enough problems without adding on the problems that follow the Doom Patrol around. <laughs> and Larry says, aren't the majority of attacks on Gotham City directed at Batman? He just glares at him. No. <laughs> and drives off. And, of course, Larry gets the last word in. Huh. When did he stop looking like Clint Eastwood? <laughs> <laughs> so Larry knows it's not the same guy. He it's knows awesome. it's not the real Batman. That's right. That, of course, is Strike 4, whatever game we're playing where you get four strikes. <laughs> connect, connect 4? There you go. Maybe, maybe. We uh, bounce back to Oolong Island, and we see the mad scientists are working away on creating their own version of... Cliff Steele, the Robot Man, and they've unfortunately created a growling, laser-shooting beast that has gone out of control there. They're, uh, they're saying, he's not responding! Run away! It's a runaway! And we get the return of... Tick, 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 Mr... What's his name? Mr. Time? Dr. Time. Dr. Time. He's back the and he's... Dr. Time. The terrible Dr. Time. And he's totally wearing his headpiece. Yes! That was, I, I clapped when I read that. that awesome. Yes, he's wearing his headpiece, and he's he's like, I told him, I told him that, hey, I coupling was fluttering. And uh, <laughs> we get to meet, or re-meet the, uh, whoever that lady was that loved all the plastic surgery. Plastic surgery, she said, yeah. Yeah, she's back. <laughs> He's gonna get us all killed! <laughs> and they're trying to figure out how to stop the runaway robot man clone and the front men come zooming in for rescue animal vegetable mineral man is like unbelievable and uh dr amanda beckett she's like i can have a small army of my children on site in and the abm man's like i've got this i was hoping steel would be the recipient of this and he turns his arms into like roots and vines and stuff and starts wrapping up the uh robot man and squishes off its head and gives it a big gazorch and takes down the machine. He was hoping, of course, that would be the real thing, but this'll do for now. He's like, this is the third time this week. What's it take to get through to you? All of you. And one of the little mad scientist guys is just cowering in the corner. Uh, 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 yeah, uh. And uh, the terrible Dr. Time is like, if, if I may, science is it's imprecise once one pushes past um, past accepted theory. The other little scientist is like, I was inspired. My robot is a tribute to the Doom Patrol, as well as being a deterrent should they turn on us. It it has all of their powers in theory. Um, it's like the Amazo. Yeah. <laughs> Low-rent Amazo. Low-rent Amazo, exactly. ABM man is like, weren't all of you warned about the consequences of this kind of recklessness? And the scientists are like, President Kale accepts the occasional mishap as a small price to pay for the scientific breakthroughs that we've... Uh, and uh, this, the porcelain assassin has had enough of this. She just uh, rips pieces of the uh, scientist's face off. And that's enough of that. There will be no more <laughs> jibber-jabbering about trying to create Doom Patrol clones. Uh, let me see. We zoom back over to Las Vegas where the Doom Patrol has all re, uh, regrouped in Super Hip's home there. And yep. So what have we learned? 
Rita says, well, we won't be winning any popularity contests. And Cliff is, or Leary is still, Batman bears absolutely no resemblance to Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Stuff it, says Cliff, and then he's like, ah, my heart just ain't in it. Sorry, trainer. Justin Bieber? Yes, but not Clint Eastwood. Who <laughs> 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 snap. Nice. So uh, Dick Grayson is more Justin Bieber than Clint Eastwood. Very nice. <laughs> too, too funny. Alrighty, and uh, we get little Bumblebee there. She's like, look, I'm okay with not being liked all that much. I mean, screw them. What I'm not okay with is this whole Homeland Security terrorist thing. Chief had to know this had happened sooner or later. And Rita says, well, would he have cared? That's a good point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Larry's still off in his own world. Hmm, a young John Travolta, perhaps? Nope, he's definitely Justin Bieber. <laughs> It's still trying to work it out. I know. Cliff's like, okay, ignore him. The wheel's turning, but the hamster's dead. And that brings Super Hip back into the situation. Cliff, don't hate me, but I really think you should hear him out. Him. Him who? And we get to see just the barest shadows of a short little bald man, and we turn the page, and it is a great image of uh, General Immortus. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Clark knocks it out of the park there. General Amortis is uh, standing there in all his tiny little glory. I believe we've met, he says. And he explains his position. What it ultimately comes down to is, this world is not worth the trouble. Complete dominion would be the geopolitical equivalent of sweeping ants. Thus were my misguided ambitions laid to rest. And uh, he goes on, must you be like this? I told you, I meant you no harm. <laughs> and Cliff says, uh, can I remind you, you also told us you were trying to kill us. And, uh, General Amortis is like, well, yeah, old habits, they die hard. <laughs> A habit, says Rita, is that what we are to you? Oh, I've offended you. That was not my intent. Perhaps were I to give my word that this time I mean you no harm. Your word don't carry much weight around here, says Cliff. I suppose not. Then again, when have I ever lied to or deliberately misled you? I like to think that I have worn out my ambitions, however detestable you may find them, openly for all to see. Cliff says, yeah, you're a real gem. And you, Mr. Steele, are an impudent lout. Ooh, snap, oh. says Larry. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> so he goes on. He's, like, realizing this is not going where he wants to go. He's got his hand on his head. He's kind of shaking it. He's like, all right. <sighs> Aren't any of you the least bit interested in why I've decided to subject myself to your company? Larry says, it can't hurt to listen. Rita says, don't be too sure about that. So the general explains what's going on here. He says, first off, you have no regrets leaving Niles behind. And Larry, or Cliff says, we didn't have much of choice. I suppose not. Then you did at least bring up the possibility of taking him with you. Cliff says, and what do we do with him exactly? We don't got access to the kind of tech needed to keep him. However the hell he needs to be kept. And uh, he asks about their allies in the metahuman community. And Rita says, it's uh, a little complicated. <laughs> and Bumblebee says, Rita... This isn't your, and I can't believe I'm saying this, arch-foe, <laughs> I mean, 
didn't this guy kind of sort of kill you? And Cliff just says, you know what, you got to get to the point here. And General Amortis says, I suppose, simply put, I think it would be in your best interests were you to invade and retake Oolong Island. It would be in yours and the world's best interests. Cliff says, right, you can go now. And that's when Super Hip puts in his two cents there. He says, not my place to say, Mr. Roboto, but why not let him finish? Uh, and he's like, when have you been tight with this creep? He's like, come on, man, how big bad, or how big time bad does it have to be for the little dude to come to you guys with his hand out? Is that what this is? In a manner of speaking, says General Amortis. And Cliff says, okay, you got five minutes to make your case. Think, Mr. Steele, for once in your life, take some time to think it through. Do you really want Oolong Island to become a subsidiary of MSE? And uh, they ask, when do you turn into an alarmist? Kale ain't going to allow MSE to waltz in and take over. And he reminds them, Mr. Jost, did he willingly hand over his corporate empire? And Cliff's like, when do you care about anything that ain't you? That has not changed. Since I am, to all intents and purposes, immortal, I feel I'm entitled to some say when it comes to the condition of the world upon which I will be spending my extended allotment of time. And Bumblebee, uh, she's like, the MSE, they're that dangerous. And uh, he says, quite so, dear girl, as is Oolong Island. You put the two together and... All right, we get it. Do we? Says Larry and... <laughs> yes, Mr. Trainer. to the extent that you are capable, I think that you do. And so, now that you've got it, what are you going to do with it? And, on that note, we end, and they give us the little teaser that next issue is a cliffhanger. Uh, it's funny, because <laughs> it it's a spotlight on Cliff. That is right, and we get four little images there of... Cliff across the ages. We finish off with uh, in those four little bubbles where we normally get the Doom Patrol faces. We get Cliff's Cliff's different looks. Incarnations. Yes, original Cliff and the nineteen seventies Cliff that we just don't like to talk about. Yeah, just Cliff. <laughs> and the current one and all the ones in between there. So there we go. That brings us to the end of this issue. Mm-hmm. Neat. Oh, it was so neat. Gonna, yeah, take a break from the story to tell the story of Robot Man and Super Kicks for Hip. Yes. Basically, he needed his uh, spotlight issue, just because everybody else got one, so. Exactly. Got to squish the spotlight in there before the, before the curtain comes down. Especially since he's the only one who's been in every incarnation of this one thus far. <laughs> That's right. He needs a... Uh... He needs a bit of a, well, and you can see, you can see what Giffen was going for here. He was going to focus in on all of the, all of the members, give them all their time in the sun and use and their, fill in how exactly. the, current, the current incarnation fits in with the other ones. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that he's using almost everything that has happened before in some capacity. Absolutely. He's used all of the uh, spotlights to kind of. Do the little character pieces and focus in on the history of the Doom Patrol. There, it's been it's been good. I would have loved to see what he would have done with with uh, Chief. I'm sure he would have had a spotlight eventually. And, mm. Ah well, 
next time. <laughs> next time. In any case, that brings us to the end of this this issue. As they wander through the DCU, it was kind of neat seeing them out there, seeing seeing them hang out in little spots here and there. It's usually fun when they interact with somebody from like the sort of the quote unquote regular DCU. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep it to small little bits and pieces and it all works out fine. I like I liked it a lot better when people were like they're just like the weird superheroes, not like the other terrorists. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. We needed a reason to make them out on the fringes this time and I guess Yeah, I guess well, you know, they just weren't in this day and age being weird just isn't enough. I guess not. <sighs> But you're I right. remember when it was. <sighs> I know those good old days when all you needed were a set of bandages to set you apart from everyone else. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh well. All oh, right. Well. well, if you uh, want to get a hold of us, you know how to do it. Exactly. Or we could tell you. Whatever. <laughs> you, however that works. However that works. You can throw us an email at doompodtroll at gmail .com. Mm -hmm. Or you can head on over to our website, doompodtroll.com, and there are links to all the episodes and comment threads, and you are more than welcome to throw your two cents in over there as well. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun. It is. It is, it is. In the meantime, we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.